This episode of On the Hop News is brought to you by Thinking Baseball, the only educational baseball app for coaches and players that allows users to see, hear, and touch the plays as they happen. Narrated by a legendary baseball broadcaster, Pat Hughes, and powered by a groundbreaking database, Thinking Baseball puts you on the diamond. Whether you're the cutoff man on a hit to the outfield or the first baseman trailing the batter on a sure double, everyone on the field has a job to do on every play. Learn to do it better with Thinking Baseball. Visit thinkingbaseball.com or download the free app from the Apple Store or Google Play today. It's time to get your head in the game. Today's April 19th, 2019, and this is Friday's edition of On the Hop. Good morning, baseball enthusiasts. Welcome to On The Hop, a daily baseball podcast focused on delivering up-to-date news from around the league. It is Friday, once again, the best day of the week. Unless it's Christmas Day, then that's the best day of the week. Let's get to it. According to an article on NBCSports.com, AAA baseball is seeing a dramatic increase in home runs this year. The reason you ask? Baseball's on steroids. Listen to the following report by Craig Calcaterra. There has been considerable evidence amassed over the past year or two that the baseball used by Major League Baseball has a lower aerodynamic profile, leading to less drag, which leads to more home runs. The minors have always had different balls in the majors. The MLB ball is made in Costa Rica at a Rawlings facility. The minor league balls are made in China. They do not have the same type of travel due to the different materials used to construct the baseball. Before the season, as Baseball America reported, Major League Baseball requested that AAA baseball switch to using MLB baseballs. Here is the summation of the results according to Baseball America. Last April, AAA hitters homered once every 47 plate appearances. As the weather warmed up, so did the home run rate. Over the course of the entire 2018 season, AAA hitters homered every 43 plate appearances. So far this year, they are homering every 32 plate appearances. AAA hitters are hitting home runs at a rate of 135% of last year's rate. Now, I find this interesting, mainly because many of the proposed rule changes in baseball favor the offense, favor putting the ball in play more often. Yes, a batter still has to make contact with the ball in order for it to work, but when contact is made, it is assumed that the result will be more entertaining. And then we learn about these changes in the baseball over the past couple of years. It's almost as if there's a plan B, a failsafe. One way or another, the MLB is going to have their way. It's just a matter of how that plays out. Change the rules enough or just stick a needle in the balls. To each their own, I guess. In the wake of an emotional first month of baseball, players are starting to voice their opinion even more. Heading to Twitter, because somehow this became a major news source for us all, Blue Jays outfielder Randall Grichuk tweeted this comment Wednesday just after Tim Anderson threw his bat. Guys are getting a little excessive on pimping home runs, on meaningless home runs too. Act like you've done it before. Tim Anderson's response later that evening. Put a name on so we can see who you talking about, bruh. And then Grichik slaps back. Guy, are you really responding to my tweet? It wasn't intended for anyone specific, but clearly you responding shows you're guilty of something. Here's the thing about social media and the internet. Everyone, I mean everyone, is tougher behind a bulwark of monitors and armed with a keyboard. And when someone gets called out, the entire world can see the defeat. It's rather entertaining and also sad. MLB and ESPN's pitching contributing analyst Rob Friedman, also the man behind the baseball mask of the Pitching Ninja, posted an interview yesterday of Marcus Stroman from 2017. Here's a 12-second clip. I'm all for emotion, man. I could care less if someone pimps a homer off me. Um, I gave it up at the end of the day, but I feel like 
showing emotion and passion is part of the game, and by doing so, you're able to play at your most elite level. Strowman then retweets the clip uh, yesterday and says, Facts, but when I shimmy or dance after a big strikeout, they have to be okay with it. We've got two young players with very different views. I think it's always going to be like this. Even players who aren't a part of the old guard of baseball purists will still think that baseball's unwritten rules are important. Here's my prediction. This issue of celebrating, letting the kids play, and showing emotion is just getting started. According to calltothebullpen.com, the Dodgers have signed social media sensation Chris Nunn to a minor league deal. Well, normally, not many, but this one is different. What makes Nunn stand out, other than him being six foot five and throwing heat, is how he was discovered. Back in January, the aforementioned Rob Friedman launched a service called Flat Ground. From its Twitter bio, its purpose is to harness the power of social media to break down barriers and prevent pitchers from falling through the cracks, improve skills, and showcase talent. Nunn was originally signed by the Texas Rangers, but was let go in spring training. So he has harnessed the power of the internet and gained the attention of the Dodgers. Call to the Pens writer Ryan Sanders concludes his article by saying, There aren't enough scouts to travel miles and miles to see pitchers. Throw in inclement weather, injuries, and other things, getting seen can be difficult. While pitchers, especially high schoolers, are one of the riskier bets in the draft, a front office employee could scour flat ground for video and find obscure diamonds they didn't know existed or wouldn't have found otherwise. Let's take a look at some uh, broken baseball bodies. According to ESPN, Chicago White Sox starter Lucas Giolito has been placed on the 10-day injury list after he strained his hamstring during Wednesday's game. He told reporters Thursday that he underwent an MRI which showed the grade 1 strain and added that he thought he could pitch through the injury if it were a different situation, maybe a different time of year. Manager Rick Renteria said it looks like he'll miss a couple starts and get all his treatments done. At that point, we'll reassess how he's doing. ESPN reports Boston Red Sox second baseman Dustin Pedroia was placed on the 10-day injured list Thursday with irritation in his surgically repaired left knee. As mentioned yesterday, Pedroia came out of Wednesday night's loss to the Yankees after one and a half innings and was examined in New York rather than traveling with the team to Tampa Bay. According to team president of baseball operations, Dave Dombrowski, Pedroia felt a pop. As we know, the knee is never going to be 100%. It's amazing that any player can play with what he's gone through. I predict Pedroia will be hanging up his cleats at the end of the 2019 season. MLB Trade Rumor reports that A's announced Wednesday that they've placed riding Marco Estrada on the 10-day injury list due to a lumbar strain in his back. There's no word yet on just how long Estrada is expected to miss, although the 35-year-old has a history of back issues in recent seasons. Estrada has twice missed time in the past due to back troubles and has pitched through a herniated disc in his back as well. Estrada told reporters Wednesday afternoon that he's been trying to pitch through discomfort but reached a point where he felt unable to do so. I don't hit guys. I don't walk guys, said Estrada, who walked three batters and hit another in three and a third innings during his last outing. I couldn't pitch yesterday. According to Bleacher Report, LA Angels two-way player Shoei Atani will take batting practice with the team for the first time since undergoing Tommy John surgery in October. He will not pitch, but is expected to become a hitter at some point. As a player, I think it's natural to try to get back as quickly as possible, Atani told reporters earlier this month. That's how I'm feeling right now, but it's not up to me. It's up to the team. I know they're trying to be very careful with me. Atani will serve as a designated hitter when he returns to the lineup. Albert Pujols has been the team's primary DH this season and will move back to first base when Atani returns. Time for some quick updates. The Indians announced today that infielder Brad Miller has elected free agency after clearing waivers. Miller had shown his frustration at being designated for assignment as Kipnis and Gonzalez were called back up recently. So he preferred to forego AAA and become a free 
agent instead. He could be an intriguing pickup in the open market, but would more than likely still do some time in the minors. Indians prospect Will Benson hit four home runs for Class A Lake County last night. He is a first minor league batter to do so since 2014 when Yankees Mike Ford and Diamondbacks John Griffin also went deep four times. He hit two solo shots, a two-run homer, and a grand slam in the game. He had this to say about his night. Once I hit it, I was like, wow, that's incredible. I was just thanking God all around the bases. I'm just very thankful and blessed to go out there and do that. I don't want to say it was a dream come true, but it's something that you'll never forget. Yesterday afternoon, the Oakland Athletics announced that they have signed Chris Davis to a two-year extension worth $33.5 million, according to Jeff Passant. Here are his words. Oakland has been a special place for me since I arrived. I love playing here in front of our fans, and my teammates make this feel like a family. I never hid the fact that I wanted to stay in Oakland because that is how I feel, and I'm glad that I can continue to call the city of Oakland my baseball home. This team has a bright future, and I'm thrilled to be a part of it. According to Bleacher Report, the New York Yankees announced they have suspended use of the rendition of God Bless America sung by Kate Smith over allegations of racism. In a team statement, the organization said, the Yankees take social, racial, and cultural insensitivities very seriously. And while no final conclusions have been made, we are erring on the side of sensitivity. The Yankees have used Smith's rendition of God Bless America since the September 11th terror attacks. The New York Daily News reports that the team stopped using Smith's rendition because of claims of racism regarding her 1939 song, That's Why Darkies Were Born. David Price is concerned. In a recent statement, he said, If we don't start playing better, J.D. Martinez, Mookie Betts, maybe myself, we could get traded. Or what, 30th in minor league systems? Baseball America ranked Boston's prospects as the worst, the worst in the MLB. However, Price remains confident that these drastic measures won't be necessary. We have too much talent in the clubhouse. We're a lot better than our record is. We're a lot better than what we played. And I still believe we will play better and our record will flip. But we've got to play better for a long time for that to happen. And we need that to happen now. And wrapping things up, TheCut.com reports that Brewers reliever Jeremy Jeffries has a food truck. And he's bringing it to town. It's called JJ's Bread and Butter. You would think it provides tasty gourmet sandwiches. Well, at least I did, but nope. It will serve up delicious fried seafood that Jeffries grew up with in South Boston, VA. This food needed a larger audience, Jeffries told the Wall Street Journal. It has to be bigger than it is because anybody who gets a taste of it is coming back for sure, and that's no lie. JJ's will make its Miller Park debut on May 5th, just in time for Jeremy Jeffries' bobblehead day. That'll do it for me. This has been Friday's edition of On the Hop News, and please remember, close don't count in baseball. Close only counts in horseshoes and grenades. Have a terrific weekend, and happy Easter. 